Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. My name is Lisa Snyder. Today is July 13th, 2022. I'm so excited because we have two very special guests joining us tonight on Healing with the Ancients, uh, Camille Dan and Roseanne Groover Norris. My autocorrect is always trying to go to Grover. <laughs> I had a mess with that a couple times, but um, before we introduce our beautiful guest tonight, I just wanted to mention a couple of really quick things. Uh, first of all, um, next week we are going to have another special guest, Lynette Setscorn will be joining us. She is also a, another contributing author to the book that we are going to be discussing this evening. And she's got kind of a fascinating journey that uh, we're going to be sharing next week. So stay tuned for more details on that. And then also the next group, private group Sound Healing Circle is on Friday, excuse me, Wednesday, July 27th. And as we talked about last week, we will be talking about the vagus nerve and and we'll be incorporating that into the private sound healing. So if you're interested in joining us for that, please check out my website, lisasniderhealing.com. I'm just going to check the comments really quick here. Hello, Keith. Hello, Laura. Hello, Karen. And hello, Lila. So glad to have you joining us this evening. And uh, if any of you would like to say hello in the chat box, please feel free to do so. I'm not sure if Facebook isn't showing up today or not. Uh, I'm. It's kind of, I'm not sure what's going on. So um all right let's get started to tonight's beautiful session okay i'm just gonna pull up these slides really quick hello carla thank you for joining us tonight all right before we get to the main event it's really fascinating because tonight is the super full moon and i think it started earlier today july 13th and this is to help you let go and say goodbye to things that need to come to an end understand where you need to remove your focus and energy and where to place it readjust goals and your mindset towards them this is a great full moon mantra if you'd like to join me this is again i found this on instagram and the credit is at the top of the page here I welcome the clearing, grounding, and balancing energies from today's super full moon to clear any blocks in my energy, consciousness, and thought patterns. With each exhale, all worries, fears, stressors that have been weighing me down from my highest expression are released. My space is pure. My space is protected. And before we join our, have our ladies join us tonight, would you please place your feet firmly on the ground? Taking some nice cleansing, calming breaths, releasing any stress or tension that you may be carrying here. Surrounding this session with the guests and with each of you that are on this session tonight and those who will be watching in a future time or date with the beautiful gold and white light. Let's envision our hearts connected and connected with the divine source of love and light, which truly connects us all. And setting the intention for today's session that we are working with and inviting in only the highest possible vibrational frequencies of the divine source of love and light, knowing as we step into our power that we are fully protected, we are fully supported and fully loved. Thank you. All right. So we have two guests tonight that are on the other side. We have Aaron, who is the son of Camille. And we have Lee, who is the son of Roseanne. And I'm going to read just a little bit of their bio first before we have our guests join us. 
Camille Dan is the mother of Aaron and his two brothers and one sister. She has professional experience as a critical registered nurse, a medical technical consultant for feature films and television, a private investment manager, and now she's a self-published author of Aaron's Energy, An Unexpected Journey Through Grief and the Afterlife with My Brilliant Son, publisher and curator of Gathering at the Doorway, an anthology of science visits and messages from the afterlife, and a chapter contributor to Chicken Soup for the Soul, Grieving Loss and Healing and the Beauty of a Grieving Mother. She appears on many podcasts, radio, YouTube shows, and live events. All earnings from Camille's books go to augment donations to mental health and addiction care and research programs, youth and young adults, social development programs, bereavement support services, and more. You can find more information about Camille on her website at erinsenergy.com. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook, and the link to her website is also in the description field of this video. Roseanne Groover Norris is the mother of five children with one in spirit, Lee. She is also grandmother to six. She considers them all to be her best accomplishment in life. She is the author of Believe, A Journey of Lost Healing and Hope, and a contributor to the anthology Ordinary Oneness, The Simplicity, Everyday Love, Grace, and Hope. She recently appeared in the documentary Rinaldi, which chronicles the work of afterlife, Brazilian researcher Sonia Rinaldi. Additionally, Roseanne is currently writing her second book. Roseanne has a Facebook page with the same name, Believe. She also has a Facebook page for carbon monoxide awareness in memory of Lee Norris. You can also find her on Instagram. I'm so very honored to introduce both of these beautiful women to this to tonight's session. And I would like you to please join me in welcoming Roseanne and Camille. <laughs> Welcome, Hi. ladies. Hi. Hi, Roseanne. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Camille. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Thank you, first of all, for that opening prayer. I really appreciate that. Very centering and grounding. And uh, it's always an honor to speak with you and, and be on your show, and especially with Roseanne tonight. Thank you. Um, Aaron, we're going to start our Aaron, Camille, we'll start with, <laughs> we'll start with Aaron a little bit. And the reason it's very fascinating because last, last fall, fall, I was I guided to uh, pick up, the, get Aaron's energy and Aaron's energy led to eventually gathering at the doorway. And I have met so many people as a result of this book and, and Camille, if you could share a little bit um, of, uh, your story with uh, with Aaron and uh, how this book came about. I really appreciate that. Yeah, so um, it's it's quite an involved story uh, that I would have never expected, and I think none of us expect this type of out of order loss. I think Roseanne agrees with that. And um, so, in September of 2019, uh, Aaron left his earthly existence and transitioned across the veil um, in an accident, a terrible accident. And um, I was in a state of absolute shock. Um, you know, it was so traumatic for me. He, he's my oldest son. And we're, we were at the time in life so very close. We spoke every day. Um, and uh, I, I was, I was just in a, a deep, deep, dense fog of grief. Um, not long after, uh, a friend of mine who uh, 
has had expressed having some experiences with signs and messages across the veil came to me with a, a note that she had written and told me that she believed it was a message that she had ch channeled from Aaron for me. And of course, you know, I had been a skeptic about all this, um, despite having met uh, patients of mine who had, who I saw cardi you know, go through cardiac arrest and have them report afterwards that they had been on the other side. They had had what was called a near death experience. I hang on, I hung on to my skepticism. When I saw the note that my friend wrote, there was, there was, uh, were things in it she didn't know. And we had been friends since Aaron was born. And the next day we were meeting with the detectives. Um, and one of the detectives said something that was word for word in the note. And I was speechless and I forget everything else he said. So that sort of started, that was like the, the, my initiation with my spiritual awakening from that point onward, Aaron began speaking, speaking to me. To I could I hear him speak, speak to, me to me in his own voice as if he was present with me, physically present with me. It was, it was astounding. At first I was, I thought I was hallucinating and nobody else heard it. So I didn't mention it to anyone. Um, I certainly thought I was going crazy. Uh, grief does that to you, that depth of grief. And, um, but little by little, Aaron just kept slow dripping me with stuff that his messages began to coordinate with events going on around me. And uh, this is called synchronicity, I came to find out. At the same time, as all this was going on, um, I had never listened to a podcast before, never really had any interest in listening to podcasts, but uh, friend of that same friend of mine, Arlene, who actually wrote a chapter, she's also a chapter contributor in our anthology, uh, recommended listening to podcasts. And I came upon a podcast called We Don't Die Radio with Sandra Champlain. And the guest on Sandra's show was Roseanne Groover Norris, who I never heard of before either <laughs> that day. And I was out for a walk in nature and, you know, I heard that that was a good thing to do. So I was getting out walking and I found listening to podcasts were, were helping me at the same time. Well, I couldn't believe the synchronicities with what, with what Roseanne was telling Sandra in her podcast between Aaron and Lee and Roseanne's experiences and mine. And I just, okay, well, I'm definitely getting this book, Believe, and I'm definitely getting Sandra's book, We Don't Die. And that was a big, huge turning point for me where I began to realize that there's there are other people experiencing these things. And, uh, and then one step led to the next and, and Aaron um, started to give me messages daily, like all every day. And I was journaling, writing a grief journal. And I began to write his messages in my journal and his messages began to take over my grief journal. And I thought, you know what, 
I don't want to keep this all to myself. There's something definitely to this. And Aaron is encouraging me to share with other people. And of course, the more I shared with other people, the more I began to hear that they felt comfortable to share their own experiences like this with me. And I published my first book, Aaron's Energy. Um, and, you know, right from the beginning, I, the first, I think on the first page or in the introduction of the book, I mentioned if there's, yeah, there's, that's um, the second edition that you're seeing there. Uh, this is the first edition, but the first book I ever wrote or published in my entire life. Never planned to be a writer. Never planned any of this, I think, unless I planned it before I got here um, on Earth. And um, anyway, so, you know, I, th I, I thought, well, if anybody is interested in, in reading my story, maybe it'll help them. If it helps one other person, it will have been worth it. So that's how it all started. Well, as you know, as you said in the beginning, um, I started meeting more and more people. And the more I would share with them, the more they would share with me. And so fast forward to this past October, um, I decided maybe it would be a good thing if I wanted to do a follow-up to do an anthology because I, I began to hear so many, so many stories. stories. I thought it would be, wow, wouldn't this be validating for people to hear um, more than my just my story? And Aaron was in agreement with that. And from the initial idea in October last year to Mother's Day of this year, over 40 people joined in on this on this anthology. So it was published, it, it was compiled, it, all of us gathered, that's where the title came from, Gathering at the Doorway. We all gathered and, and everybody contributed their, their chapters and everything came together as if it had to have been guided from across the veil. There's no way one person or even 40 people getting together could get this done that fast. <laughs> right. So it became more and more evident as we progressed with this, putting this book together, that our loved ones uh, were right with us, helping us, guiding us through it, orchestrating the whole thing and cheering us on from across the veil. So, um, yeah. So the fact that you and Roseanne joined in on this, I, you know, it's still still to me, I'm it's, I am still in a state of amazement over everything that's gone on. It hasn't been that long uh, for Roseanne or for me uh, that all this has happened. And, uh, uh, you know, like I said, Roseanne wrote a book very early on in her, in her uh, journey as well, and is working on another one and contributed a chapter to this. And it has been in a documentary what how what how does that happen? That happens because of Lee and Aaron, and that's what I I will never believe differently. And this is a person who was a skeptic, who is now uh, totally convinced that this is this is our reality. We we continue to exist. We we're on one side. They're in a place that we can't see them but they're there. They can see us. 
They can interact with us. They have way more capacity and way more ability than we do in our physical form, but they're definitely there. I for Kimmy all. Wow. Thank you. I forgot. I literally, I knew, but I forgot that Roseanne was the person you heard on the original podcast. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I, we we're only, we only have half an hour. We'll probably go just a couple minutes over, but I'm just sitting here going all the synchronicities and things that have happened since this whole project started and how I somehow got weaved in and I do not have children on the other side. And I have so much, oh my gosh, so much appreciation for those who step forward and who share the stories such as you and Roseanne. And it's just, it's such a service that in spite of this grief that truly it, it it never goes away it may change it may evolve into something different but it's the that that you're able to have the that you're able to step forward and help and that you have so much love and support from your sons on the other side awesome okay thank you camille i'm gonna i'm gonna have roseanne start here and i'm muting us because we're still having some weird feedback stuff so if i yeah. forget to unmute you just kind of wave at me all right so um i'm gonna put the slide back on here hold on guys um oh, nope that's not it that's it all right now <laughs> Roseanne, <laughs> if you could please share a little bit about your journey and your story with Lee, uh, that that would be fantastic. And I love this picture of you where you were just sharing, you were reading a chapter out of the book that we are all collaborate, we all contributed to. That that would be great. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Lee was is my middle son. Uh, he was thirty years years old when he transitioned along with his dog, Buddy, who you see there, him holding Buddy. Um, the weird thing, um, I had a couple of experiences uh, that I think my soul was trying to prepare me. One, when I was in the shower about a week before he was born, I started to cry. And I thought, I don't want to do this. Now, he was my fourth child. I had you know, experienced birthing mother. And, but, so I couldn't figure it out. But when he was born, he weighed 11.3. So I thought, oh, that's why I was, I was just had some fear there. Well, I think differently now. Um, the other thing was two months before he transitioned, I had a, a dream and I saw him, literally saw him in his casket. And I never told anyone because I thought, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Why would you have such an awful dream? So I kept it to myself. But I think, again, my soul was trying to pre prepare me if there is such a thing. Um, so, um, yeah. So this journey, you know, began with, uh, he, as you said, it was a carbon monoxide, accidental carbon monoxide poisoning. Uh, he had a coal furnace. He took uh, his detector off the wall, be probably because it was making noise and he didn't pay attention. So it was kind of a perfect storm. And as Camille said, you know, you're you're in the the darkest, deepest pain and grief. I didn't know there was that kind of pain. It could even exist. Um, but soon after, maybe about three weeks after, uh, I I started right away journaling. 
I had to do something with my pain and um, other than, you know, downing a bottle of vodka or something ridiculous like that. So I started, I've always been a writer. I always put into words anything I was experiencing that was, um, you know, difficult for me. So I started journaling right away. Um, and I started getting messages like, uh, like Camille, I just started hearing things and you're going, okay, I've been doubting at first, but little by little, you are, you, you have to, you, you just have to believe because you can't make this stuff up. Um, and he's tingling my head right now. So I know he's here with me. Um, and so the journaling led to um, after the book that I wrote in a journal style so parents could understand that they're not crazy that this their feelings are normal um, as they you know as they begin this journey especially in the beginning so that's pretty much it and a lot more <laughs> a whole lot more a whole <laughs> lot more uh, yeah oh. and, and Roseanne I have to thank you uh, for writing your book uh, and and for Aaron and Lee leading me to it 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 was so incredibly helpful uh, for me, and just to to um, see that, that we were we were kind of follow. I I didn't even know I was kind of following you before I even heard you on the podcast, and and then uh, now look where we are. Thank you. Yeah, oh. where we are. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's now talk about these trans images and we have some that have been provided by where Aaron is. We're going to start with Aaron and then we have some of Lee. So Camille, if you could please explain to people. So we're, we were talking, we, we both referenced the um, Rinaldi film, which Roseanne is in there. Um, could you please talk a little bit about this? Yeah, so I, another synchronicity with Roseanne, that, you know, I wasn't definitely wasn't expecting. Um, so at some point in my journey, uh, you know, following Sandra Champlain, I, I had heard about Sonia Rinaldi and her work. And also, um, I saw her uh, speak on um, uh, a YouTube show. Uh, and then I started to recognize, like, notice her name. So I, I you know, I, I knew about her, but I, I wasn't really that familiar. Like, it's not, you know, this was, remember, this whole thing for me started near the end of 2019. So this is like a lot of information coming in very quickly and, and me trying to sort through it all. Um, anyway, so when I started writing uh, or compiling uh, gathering at the doorway. And, and I, I started getting interest from people that, you know, are, were just beyond my, my initial group, uh, you know, a handful of my friends who I had spoken with personally. Um, I got it in my head to contact Sonia Rinaldi, <laughs> uh, just to say, you know what, I've, I've been uh, putting this book together. And, you know, she responded right away. Like, so generous. I, I actually was not expecting that. And, you know, and, and she submitted, she submitted a chapter about her work immediately in, in trans communication across the veil. And so I, from that point, I started to learn more about what she does. And then I heard about 
a documentary coming out about Sonia called Rinaldi. And I thought, oh, I've got to watch that. I've got to see that. Now I have a chapter from her now. And and I didn't know if there was a documentary. And next thing, like this was in with within a matter of weeks after I got her um her chapter submitted. Okay, well, I gotta watch this documentary while I'm watching the documentary, and sure enough, Roseanne's on it. And I'm, oh my goodness, I know that. I know who she is. And that's so exciting. And I'm all excited. I'm watching Roseanne's uh, part in it and you know, just taking in this absolutely amazing documentary. And I have to I have to give a lot of credit and thanks to uh, Sandra Champlain and We Don't Die Films and Robert Lyon, who who are the creators of the film, and it's a, an award winning film. Actually, it's it's going really going far. At fifty eight minutes into the film, and and I I downloaded it. I wanted to see it on its opening night. So this is like opening night, February twenty second of this year. At fifty eight minutes into the film, an image of Aaron appears on this on my screen. And I, I just about fainted when I saw it. I, That's Aaron. So, you know, because I had downloaded it, I was able to get a screenshot of it. I started sending it out to family and my kids. Where, where did you get that picture of Aaron? Because, of course, nobody had ever seen it before. Well, I, I, did, I was just so frantic, I, <laughs> nearly out of breath. And I got on my computer and I I'm start emailing Sonia. And she's like, oh, and she answered. I'm like, oh, my goodness, she's answering me. I can't believe this, <laughs> any of this. And so next thing I knew, I had photos of Aaron, and she sent me something called a catalog of unknowns. And I found more images of Aaron in that catalog, and I got so excited, you know, about this. And this is real because you know, Roseanne also found images of Lee and she's found some since in, in more of Sonia's emag. Um, I started posting about it and then people started asking, how, how did you, how do you get this to this catalog of unknowns? So Sonia gave me the link and I'm posting it around and other people were beginning to, to find images of their loved ones in, in this, catalog and some in the documentary as well. For instance, Ellie Shaket, who also contributed a chapter uh, to the anthology. I also, the book, the, the book Beauty of a Grieving Mother, um, Ellie is the, com she compiled that. Ellie's daughter is, is in a trans image, Alina. On the other side is another trans image, of an unknown in the documentary. Wow. And she's in our book. And I'm this is like how is this all happening? So anyway, as you can see, you've put up you've put up on the screen, these are trans images of Aaron that I discovered um after the initial discovery in the documentary. And I I these are Aaron. Like you know, you know it's your there's no question in your mind. Um yes. And the yeah. Rinaldi film, the Rinaldi film goes into how some of her process and how she, how these images will appear out of the 
I don't know if it was vapor because I, and the Rinaldi film is linked into the description. If you're interested in watching that, that's the, um, it's, it is a fascinating film. And so um, that really goes into the details as far as how these images will appear. And so you have this, th there's this, these unknown, unknown people and that you, you saw Aaron pop up. I mean, yeah. wow, yeah. that is just fascinating um what is what is really interesting and the documentary goes does a really deep dive into her research in her laboratory in brazil and how she she's able to get these images and who she's connecting with on the other side that is you know helping the this happen in in our dimension in our three dimensions and how spirit can create these images and what's really interesting is they are captured in microseconds because if you watch these images are constantly changing they're constantly um moving and and reshaping and reforming and she's able to capture these and wow. the intent intensity of the work she does uh and she does it all benevolently she doesn't charge a dime she just wants to help people like roseanne and me Oh, no, to that... know that our loved ones are still in existence, just where we can't see them, we lack the ability. But it is like, like I said, I mean, it, I have photos of Aaron that demonstrate that these are photos of Aaron, but they're not exactly the photos I have. Right. But you, you know? can clearly tell, you can yes. clearly see the connection. And, and then um, Roseanne, I'm going to pop up. Uh, here we go. So Roseanne, would you like to share? <laughs> would you like to share a little bit about these images? Because I know you've got a little story to share here too. Oh, hold on. There, now you've been unmuted. Oh, okay, right, there we go. <laughs> uh, I went to the first. Sandra Champlain had a, a, a conference in February of 2019 that I went to, and that's where I first heard of Sonia Rinaldi. And when uh, Sandra. This is just maybe just a little over a year after Lee transitioned. And, and I sat there and listened to what Sonia did. And I kind of like, oh, I don't know. It just seemed really out there to me. And But I listened. I listened. And when I went home, it was a few weeks later that Sandra announced there was uh, many unknowns in this catalog that Camille talked about. And I went to the catalog and the first unknown was Lee. And it was, he appeared about 12 years old, as you see in the one photo with the little bowl cut. And I, I mean, you know, when you know, like Camille said, it was like a punch in the gut. It was just, oh, took my breath away. Oh. And I, um, I believe he appeared at that age because that's when he was happiest in his life as a little boy. So, um, and Fast forward now, and yes, I was uh, fortunate enough to be in the, the Rinaldi film and, and share that story. And, um, and then once the Gathering book came out, where again, I, I shared the, the story in print, Lee has appeared once again as an adult. Oh, and I forgot to mention about Buddy, because um, if you go back to the one image, the trans image, uh, when I sent the photo to um, Sonia. She said, I believe this is your son, but who is the dog? And if it, you might not be able to see it, but I looked and above his head was a little snout and two little eyes. 
Oh. Which just blew me away. I mean, the, <sighs> you just can't make that up. And so now he appe has appeared again as an adult. And um, that clearly, I mean, that is clearly him. So yeah. I. Roseanne, um, Carla asks, can anyone access the catalog? I, yes, I believe yes. so. Right, Camille? You yes, um, I have. I've posted the link to the catalog, <clears throat> excuse me, on my uh, Facebook page. Um, I can post it again. I can send it to you, Lisa, if you if you could post it. Um, anyone can access the catalog. The thing is, the catalog is being continuously updated because Sonia gets literally hundreds of images at a time. And, and they're constantly transforming within this chamber that they appear within vapor. She has different uh, media uh, where um, spirit is able to manipulate uh, particles. And there's light uh, shining through and she's filming it. And, and these frame, she has to go and her assistants who, like I said, unbelievably do this all at no charge, um, go through frame by frame to find each individual uh, as they appear, because they appear within a, a span of time. I don't even know if it can be measured. Well, it can be on film. It can, she can capture it on film. And this is what the, the process of trans imagery is. And apparently it's been improving and improving uh, because now she's able to get moving images as well as three-dimensional images. Wow. Yeah. So, so I would like to just, um, before we, I just want to see if there are any other questions here. I think we answered. Oh, Lila says, I have seen Sonia Rinaldi in an interview. Her work is incredible, fabulous, and so revealing. Love it and her with her work in helping others. Thank you. That is just that's so true. Monica is talking about the book. It is amazing to get such a to get such a book published so quickly. She is referring to this wonderful book, Gathering at the Doorway, uh, an anthology of signs, visits, and messages from the afterlife, curated by Camille Dan. I might I was um, what's fascinating to me is uh, I was in. By the way, I don't know if you realize this, but February 22nd was a huge manifestation day. You probably already knew that, Camille. Um, and that was the day that you mentioned that you saw the video, the movie, um, yeah. I believe. Yes. Yeah. And um, I believe it was probably a week or two after that when you extended an invitation to for me to include a chapter about healing with the ancients. I, and I so appreciate that. This book um, has, has endorsements from... Mark Anthony, Kimberly Meredith, D, uh, Mark Pitstick. There's forwards here by Suzanne Giesman. So many, Sandra, Sham, Sham, Sandra Champlain. Uh, did she, is a chapter she has a forward? A forward from Sandra. Uh, there's um, a forward from Robert Ginsburg, the founder of Forever Family Foundation. And there's also a forward from Aaron's grandfather, Leslie Dan, who has an entire library of books on this subject he has followed for his whole life and uh and he, i think he's really thrilled that aaron has That's made the, this connection. connection 
you know, yeah. we could we could talk for a whole other half hour about this topic, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna, we are gonna wind this down. But there's one thing that I want to share that I thought was pretty cool. I what how I'm reading this book, and it seems like a lot of people are is they're guided to read a specific chapter, and then they go and they read another chapter, and then there's another. Mm -hmm. The chapters are fascinating. I mean, it's just what about every um, I mean, all around the world. I mean, it's just the, you, me there. I can't do it justice right now. I just, uh, as far as as far as describing all these wonderful stories, and I'm still working my way through it. But one thing I want to mention was, Roseanne had reached out to me, and I got guided to read her chapter. And I read her chapter, and I sent her a message that said, "Hey, your chapter ends on page 146." And she messages me back, and she's like, "What's?" <laughs> What's the significance of 146? Roseanne, would you like to fill in on what, what happened there? <laughs> and yes. then we'll wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, well, I had forgotten that I found Lee's image, chance image, the first time on page 146 of the Which you which you said, which you said in the book. <laughs> <laughs> which I actually said in the book. Yeah. Oh, funny. And I didn't even notice it until you guys mentioned it. That was like none of that was planned. And that's just one example of the many incredible synchronicities and signs that have occurred amongst our authors who had didn't many of whom didn't know each other prior. And also many of whom have never written a book before. No. We do have, we do have some incredible authors, you know, who are published and all of their works are, uh, appear at the ends of their chapters and their contact information. If anyone, you know, wants to follow uh, forward with a particular author that resonates with them. Uh, so, but I'm hearing stuff like this constantly from, from our authors, like, oh, I can't believe this and this and, and my chapter number and a lot of numbers, a lot of incredible numbers recurring with people. And Carla Sloan happens to be on tonight, and she's also a contributing author. So I want to say hi to you, Carla. Thank you for thank you for joining us tonight, guys. This is a wonderful this this project is really truly a labor of love. It's come together in such a beautiful way. All the proceeds are being donated to various organizations to include Helping Parents Heal, um, mental health organizations. I mean, this world really needs that kind of support. And so please, please. Um, you can find the books by these beautiful ladies on Amazon. Uh, you can also find The Gathering at the Doorway on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Um, again, uh, please consider checking out this book. And it really does it really does go to all these beautiful, worthwhile organizations. Ladies, we seriously could have spent a whole other half hour. We have just scratched the surface with this. And I am so grateful and so appreciative that you took your time out tonight to join us. And I love the synchronicity. Like, I completely forgot that Roseanne, <laughs> the way you two connected, and then... And then Roseanne, I, I still chuckle. Your your chapter ends on page 146, and you had talked about 146 in your chapter. Of course, I'm a Virgo, so you know the yeah the sign the, the analytical brain's kicking in, going 146, and she's like, wait, what? <laughs> and again, so just me. another just another example of how this was all guided to come together, right? Because you know another author notices something from another author <laughs> that they didn't notice. Oh. Spirit noticed. Yeah. <laughs> so Carla says, well done. An hour next time. Thank you, Carla. <laughs> Thank you for your contribution, Carla. 
Oh, thank all you. right, guys. Thank you so much again. And again, all the links to um, the Rinaldi film, Aaron's Energy, um, contact information for these beautiful ladies are in the description field. Uh, Camille, if you can send me that link to the catalog, I will yes. also add that to the to the description of of this. If you have not had a chance to like this video or subscribe to my channel, please consider doing so. So much love and appreciation to all of you that joined us live tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I want to give Monica and Laura. Monica's on tonight and Laura's on tonight. And the two of them, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because without you, my chapter would probably be three paragraphs long. <laughs> they really do without me. So thank you, Laura. And thank you, Monica, for helping me put my chapter together. All right, guys, everyone, thank you so much. So much love and thank blessings. You. Join me next. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. All right, guys. And uh, Camille and Roseanne, please just stay on after the broadcast. I'll uh, check with you afterwards. Okay. So much love thank and blessings, you. everybody. Good night. Thank you.